Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Track Limits podcast powered by Formula Addict. We're here at Crater Club Studios, newly renovated. It looks awesome. Shout out to the team for that. We love coming here and shooting these episodes for you guys. Australian, oh, I was going to say Australia. Austrian GP just concluded. Yeah. A lot happened on the track, off the track, and within the limits of the track. Ah, uh, you see what I did? Our <laughs> name was called uh, uh, this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get started, let me run you guys through the top 10 finishes. At 10th place, we got Gasly, 9, Stroll, 8, Hamilton, 7, Russell, Six, Carlos. In fifth, Alonzo Norris finished in fourth. And podium finishers, we got Checo from P15 mm. to P3. This is what we would like to see from him. And Charles, like you called it last time, he is it. back on. And P1, of course, our boy, Max Verstappen. Yeah. Let's go. Another dominant win. So what do we think? This is a two-parter question. I'm going to break it off. There was a sprint weekend. The new format has been placed. Do we think... The race was fun. What about the sprint race? Oh, Five and yeah. go on. I loved it. I loved the sprint race. I think it was probably one of the most like entertaining uh, parts of the weekend. I actually liked both the the, the main race, uh, but the sprint race, I was on the edge of my seat. There was a lot of there was strategy at play. There was pit stops. There was a lot of overtaking, and obviously, it's you said low fuel load, but it was under the gap was under four seconds from P one to P twenty. I mean, it was just pure racing, and I loved it. Nice. What yeah. about the race? Oh, the race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the race was also entertaining. It actually, um, there are a lot of ups and downs, and we'll probably get into it. I was disappointed with Mercedes. Um, I really enjoyed watching Checo really, like, fight tooth and nail to kind of climb back. And, and signs as well. It was just such good actual racing in between te like teams and um like between teammates and across the uh, the midfield so it was really really fun nice mikey yeah sprint race was uh was good uh, to comment on fevin's point i think i do remember yeah like even nick de Vries was in p20 yeah and it was less than a second from the first and grid now that's also the austria track um the sprint start was very good Checo got a blistering start yep. slightly pushed max off <laughs> so there's a li little hustle bustle like there elbows <laughs> um and then just the race this today was like science i think he had a phenomenal performance he Amazing. got screwed over by the team by not giving the orders to pass leclerc because yeah. he lost a second or two there and then in the pit stop he had to physically slow down because he, they were double stacking yeah and it was not, there were not great pit stops either. So, you weren't too bad. Like, or actually, no, you were right. I, was, yeah, I remember back. screaming at TV one yeah. day. They messed up his front left a few times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. this is also sad because it was a virtual safety car. Yeah. He was already on the exit. Yeah. We knew that it wasn't going to last long. Mm -hmm. for, for them to double pit at such a time like that was crucial. And mm. for someone who had the pace, it would have been, it would have made sense to keep carlos there and then have charles come in for the pit mm -hmm. and see it but it was a I poor decision that i they remember made. I, I wrote in my phone i said ferrari heartache <laughs> i was just i just thought it was going to be another weekend where my heart was going to break for yep. both the drivers and i think we pulled it out at the, at the end but it was like i just had a sigh of oh not again yeah <laughs> science's battle with perez was amazing to watch yeah. like um, that was stunning yeah. to watch it was because we knew that um there was there was a moment where he braked early mm. to get the DRS so he can take him back, Carlos, which was such a smart move, and Ferraris oh, yeah. are known to do that from last year too. Yeah. But this year reminded me a lot about last year where 
Ferrari had the better car yeah. and both Red Bulls were struggling. And now mm. this year was just a flip where mm-hmm. I, I know Max is dominant and he's on another level, but he was able to easily come back, chase Charles mm. after the pit stop and overtake and gain, what, 20 seconds or yeah, something gap, which is ridiculous. Such a margin that he was so confident that like two laps to go, he's like, I want the fastest lap. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he was getting bored and was like, yeah, let's Let's do it, man. Yeah. Well, but that's that crazy strategy when you yeah. think about it. The team yeah. didn't want to do it. 100%. All it takes is for them to do some stop, m- yeah. mess up. Yeah. And it's gone. You yeah. know, I have to say, slowly but surely. What is it? Starting to really appreciate his just sheer competitiveness. And oh, like yeah. I, I always appreciated it. Um, but as like a, a diehard Ferrari and Lewis Hamilton fan. It's, I've been like resentful of wanting to <laughs> root for him, yeah. but now it's our. It's hard to see this. But like you see Checo in the same car, mm-hmm. what he's d- doing, and then you have Max in the same car, maybe different setup, whatever. But he's just on a different level, um, and it's just that is just where the talent is, where the, that's the delta you're seeing. No, he needs the recognition for that. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and Lewis Hamilton has been a talk this weekend, both of his comments, what he said, and his performance, mm. and it must be due to the car not performing well but he made a statement after a sprint shootout saying sprints don't really matter to us what do you guys think about that i know they're super close cha- constructor championships mm. they're super close to austin martin so in my opinion i think it does matter because it's at the end of the day every point counts when oh, you're yeah. that close but what do you guys think about those comments he made like no like just to go like every point counts that's why teams like we'll we'll put meat or softs on on ten laps to go to try and get that fastest point. One mm-hmm. point means a lot. So I'm surprised he said stuff like that. I yeah. think I think he's just trying to counteract from basically have not having a good care. Yeah. yeah. So like, oh, we don't care about this. We just want to focus on the race. Which you can say that, but the team care about every single point. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, I think one from a like a viewership perspective, the sprint race is just bringing more eyeballs, more mm-hmm. excitement to the weekend. I, like I love it. So just from like a, a, a fan perspective, it's, it's doing great. Now from a constructor points perspective, uh, absolutely go fight for it. It's an opportunity for you to get more points, especially when you're like six points or something like that. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it's it's within less than ten point difference between Aston Martin and Mercedes. Don't complain. And honestly, this weekend or this race, I was very disappointed with Lewis. Yeah. And I've never, and it's so hard for me to say that because I genuinely think he's very, um, he's always been very, like, put his head down, drive, of course, like a fierce competitor. But I felt like maybe obviously he didn't have the right car, but he was complaining. Mm. And and I, and I think even Toto came on the radio at some point and was like, just drive <laughs> yeah. you know he's not there he's not the fi he's not the you, you know you're not the one who's going to be shelling out penalties yes it's unfair whatever but he was just so unfocused and historically that's not where they perform that's not the that's not the racetrack for him and i get that but just i, I was really waiting for more so for him to say things like the the sprint is pointless I, I i just think it's another <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we still love you, Lewis. I yeah. love. Yeah. He's still my favorite driver yeah. of all time. He just had a I, rough weekend. He had a rough, rough weekend. weekend. Yeah. He got it's like five laps or ten laps in. He got a five second penalty. So you're already in the back foot. You're yeah. already yes. stressed exactly. out, and he just verbally expressed that. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk about track limits mm. while watching this race. 
I felt like this was an episode of Oprah where she was giving out a car and everyone's like, you get a penalty, yeah. you get yeah. a penalty, everybody gets a penalty. Yeah. Does this need to change? I know this track, even from last year to compared to this year, the cars are getting bigger. There's not enough room when you're going at that high speed into those corners and they're veering off. Does that mean that that white lane needs to get a bit on the out? Do they need to add more grass or more traction support? What do you guys think about that? Hot take. No, yeah. it doesn't. Okay. No, it doesn't. Don't change a thing. Again, yeah. at the end of the day, a driver has to have his awareness of where he is on track, even when you're going side-side battles. Um, someone commented, I think it was at Lewis today, to, again, where his engineer was like, you're going over track limits in turn 10. Lewis was saying, I can't turn the car. Well, even one of the commentators commented, well, then slow down. down. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, okay, it's, I understand the, the cars are bigger, yeah. you're lower down in the cockpit, you have a halo in front of you, but again... If you can't, if you're going to widen that track limits, then turn in a little bit earlier. You got to slow down a little bit. That's what makes it better because, like, you had Leclerc in qualifying blitzing through that final sector. Oh, yeah. Max was cruising there. Max had met up the time earlier, so he was safe there. Perez, he was struggling. He went over. So I kind of, I kind of, it makes it like so it. much yeah. more exciting. Yeah. yeah. I actually loved it. I, I loved it. That it was amazing. good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think it added another element of just chaos in a way um like from a viewership perspective there you know earlier in the in the season there were some races that just didn't have a lot of action so this actually made it more exciting in a way um and yeah as you said like it's on the driver it's responsible it's on their on them to really manage where and how they break so that they don't veer off the track and and if they do it's part of it it. Mm, Yeah. yeah Yeah, no, I I think I agree. It's a bit of a mix of both for me. I think if all drivers are complaining about this, it's not just a one team or a driver complaining mm-hmm. about this. They've been complaining about it since FP1 that they can't control this car yeah. because it's these fast. are different cars from previous years. So I think it's give or take. And I, I feel like a lot of these drivers will talk to the FIA after this race to, to see what can be improved on mm. this. But no, it was uh, it was an interesting race. I, I appreciate it because, again, it created drama and also helped Checo because mm. he was able to get that advantage yeah. and then also just secure that position within that fourth to fifth position and then also get that podium. He yeah. was close because he got a warning. He got multiple yeah, yeah. warnings. He was actually on his last warning yeah. when the engineer was like... Just yeah. yeah, it was like what, the what, two laps yeah. left or something and he's like... Oh, cruise off. <laughs> and then I remember yeah. the commentator saying like, it's not worth. He's like seven seconds yeah, ahead. He can't catch you, up. Yeah. He, so what are you? Who are you fighting? Yeah, yeah. He he put he got a gap of like three and a half seconds to signs, and there was only a couple of laps left. So like just coast through those yeah. corners. Yeah. You have such a, a margin. Yeah. But what was the record for penalties given for track limits today? Oh, so today I actually wrote it down. Yeah. So you've Hamilton, Yuki. Yuki got a double one. Oh. He yeah, actually yeah. got ten seconds. 10 seconds. He went over him twice. Signs, Albon, Esteban, Nick DeFries, Pierre Gasly, Logan Sargent, and Magnussen. So nine drivers got penalty points. Now, some of them got points for unsafe release in the pit, which I think was Ocon. Yeah. Um, but again, there's 20 drivers on the grid. Nine got penalties this week. Wow. That's incredible. I don't even know if that's a record. We have but to yeah, say yeah, consistent. So I kind of like yeah, it's also yeah. everyone's yeah. getting it out. Yeah. And I think there were maybe a couple of more. Like even watching, I was like, oh, Norris. Yeah. A, a few times yeah. he went off and mm. Perez. And I know he got the uh, black and white warning. Yeah. But um, yeah, there. I thought there would have been more, to yeah. be honest. And then maybe it was like, maybe everybody except the, the Charles Leclerc and Max will get a penalty and yeah. then it just like make it null and void. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But then what was your biggest surprise for this weekend then? I think for me, I uh, Norris did a phenomenal job. And I and like even I it, like they did upgrades, but uh, Norris really does well in this track. 
Um, Naros was standout and then signed. He did so well, so well. I don't think he gets recognition. No, like, no. He did phenomenal. Yeah. Like, Do you realize how smart he is, oh. even on the radio? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, other than that one stint where he's like, Chuckles intimidating, intimidating me. Yeah. Like, I think that this was is a, racing, a, my friend. This was a, uh, like, a trans, like a lost in translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was trying to say, like, he was trying to. He was fake fa- baiting yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. He wasn't scared. Yeah. But no, it was crazy. He was like asking, he's like, Oh, how far is Norris away from me? I want to create the DRS train. Things like this yeah. while you're performing at this high pace. Yeah. It's fantastic. You don't see that with Charles. He's no. thinking about, oh, where's my next pit stop? Am I even going to finish the race? Yeah. Or do I have the pace for it? Right? So it's it's incredible to see that mm. from uh, Carlos. But Yeah, the signs was my highlight. I think he's quite a strategic driver. I mean, before even the virtual safety car, he was edging to closer and closer to Charles. He was asking for team orders. Mm-hmm. I thought... It, it made sense in that point. And then because Charles Leclerc was losing so much pace mm-hmm. um, and creating a larger gap between Max um, and himself. So it just didn't make sense at the time. And I could see his way of thinking. And so even when he came out, um, you know, uh, uh, with a double stacked pit and he was, I think sixth and he had, and then he fought back ah. and he was just on a man on a mission, yep. unstoppable, like the best performance in my eyes this weekend. Yeah, mm. I, I and my last addition would be Albon again. I know he lost out right mm. oh, the near end. the end yeah. to Stroll, but yeah. he was pushing again oh, with yeah. a car that would probably struggle because of the DRS trains and being stuck in it and having three DRS back to back. There's no way he should have been there, and he did it again. He's outperforming yeah. his teammate. Piastri was something we're going to talk about on the next thing. What happened? What was your uh, biggest letdown there? Hang on. PS3 didn't have the upgrades. Only he didn't have Norris. Uh, only, no, no. only, only yeah. Norris. And Norris yeah. performs well in that track. So it's kind yeah. of, yeah. it goes hand in hand. It's exactly. not just the upgrade. It's also Norris's yeah. turn in and everything. Yeah. He, he knows that track yeah. really well. Yeah. So I what mean, was, was your biggest letdown? That was, I mean, that wasn't the let. I was really disappointed for Hulkenberg uh, DNFing. I mean, yeah. power unit issue. And that's unfortunate. I mean, it's not like anything of his fault, but... Um, he did have such a great weekend, both in um, qualifying. Um, sprint race was okay, um, but yeah, I was I was bummed for him. And as I mentioned earlier, I just the whole Mercedes team this weekend is just let's pack it up, let's not talk about Forget it. Forget about it. As a fan, I was not. I was. I mean, they got a few points, but that was yeah. not it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for disappointment. Yeah. I want to say. I was very disappointed with Yuki, and and it's not his fault. But in Canada, first lap he gets clipped, or he puts yep, himself he in a bad again. position. He busted his wing. He had yep. to go in again. Um, yeah, just a Haas bottom, um, Alpha Tauri, and Alpha Romeo. Like, what's going on with Bottas and Joe? Like, it's, no idea. That car is just yeah. So like again, I I know they're the under, they're at the bottom. Um, but yeah, I was just a bit disappointed yeah. with those teams. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think the last one would be Austin Martin. Um, mm. You know, Alonso came out and said, "Oh, we're going on podium and we're going to go for the win after Canadian GP." And then where were they? The yeah, weekend, they were, very they were just you know consistent in the P six to P ten area. Yeah, I didn't even I forgot that. Yeah, I, it's like they went back to where they belonged. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. <gasps> they, I'm kidding. No, no, you know what? No. We were so used to yeah. seeing yeah. them last year at uh, not obviously yeah. they're doing so amazing this year, but it is a disappointment not yeah. to see them even close to. to, to they were well, what. Bottom right now, where they finished, 10? like the t- oh, no, uh, yeah, stroll in 10 yeah. and uh, still points, and still points, yeah, yeah, sixth, 
six yeah, and still, ten. Okay, yeah, yeah it's still yeah. They'll decent. probably be waiting for Silverstone because that track might suit them a bit better. Yeah, because I know Mercedes are bringing a big upgrade. Oh yeah, package, oh, yeah. so it could be a very exciting yeah. race next. Well, week. yeah. So now let's move away from the race. There's a lot of rumors happening right now. Nick DeVries, mm. Checo, they've been the hot topic of this weekend. Do we anticipate that at the end of the season or even mid season, Nick DeVries will be removed and replaced by Liam or someone else? And would Checo be replaced at the end of the season? Is that something that's going to happen, Bevan? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Nick, I could see that being more probable, like sooner rather than later. I just think he's a. Uh, there was so such a high expectation of him coming in, so much pressure, and I do think he's crumbling a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think him. Yeah. Uh, Checo, I mean, is, I, is there a reason to do it halfway through the season? I don't know. Maybe they're the constructors; they're kind of walking away with it. Um, but I feel like it would be bad for morale, team-wise, and yeah. everything um, to just do it mid-season. But I could definitely see the conversations being heated. At the end of the season, Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> I, you I imagine? Can't, I can't <laughs> see <laughs> Danny Ricks yeah. coming back to Red Bull. Yeah, I could see him in AlphaTauri. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, Mikey. Like Red Bull have the constructors. Let's yeah. just say that the the progression they're going at. Checo does amazing in races. His qualifying is detrimental to Red Bull. Four in a row. Yeah, like Hulkenberg is out-qualified in a Haas the last four races. That's wild. I know. But the only thing for Red Bull is if they're already thinking about changing Checo or not renewing his contract, then the mid-season break is a perfect opportunity to get that driver and put him in because he would have less pressure. He he can get up to speed of the car at a faster rate because they'd already have the constructors. Max Max would already have the driver's title. Um, For Nick, the fact that um, I'm going to butchered the pronunciation is Helmut Marco came yeah. out yeah. and said that him and Christian rarely disagree, mm. but he was like, Christian was right when they picked um, Nick DeVries. That is brutal to publicly announce no, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I'm, I think Nick is like, I think he's feeling a lot of pressure. I think so. And it's not a great care, but his teammates are qualifying him and outperforming. So I think he's in a tough, tough position. I don't know who they'd get to swap in for the well, Yeah, it would probably be Liam Lawson. Be Liam. Yeah. They wouldn't put Danny Rick in there? I don't know. I think they're priming him for maybe for that Red Bull seat. You think? Yeah, but not immediately. I think Checo is going to be in this seat until his contract ends at the end of 2024, I believe. Is that Um, the end of this year? No, this is 2023, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like one more season, one full season. So I think they're going to keep him because he's still second in, in, Mm -hmm. in the driver's Constructors, they're almost double oh, it's the, wild. Second, uh, the second <laughs> place, the which title? is, uh, yeah, like <laughs> that's actually ridiculous. So th- as long as he gets some consistent points and Max is yeah. still getting their wins, mm. I don't think they're going to complain about that. I think that, yes, they are asking him to perform better in qualifying mm. so they don't have to risk him DNFing trying to go up this grid because yeah. there's yeah. a lot of chances even today where he could have made contact and mm-hmm. ended his race. Uh, Danny Rick is an interesting one. He has a test coming out in... In Silverstone, he's yeah. doing a tire test, so we'll see mm-hmm. his performance there. They are impressed with his sim, so there is an opportunity for him to come. I think Nick DeVries is on the hot seat for sure. Mm. I, I I think they might just keep him for this season um, and just give him that chance, but he's easily replaceable at, at this point. Yeah. Um, and Swish, who couldn't be here with us, uh, has his own opinion on this. So Swish, 
What do you think about these hot rumors that are happening with Checo and Nick DeVries? Is Danny Rick coming back or are we going to see an F2 driver move up the ramps? Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Really sad I'm not in Toronto with you guys. What a race today. I think when it comes to the question of whether Checo or whether Nick DeVries is going to be replaced, I do think that Checo will likely not be replaced. You heard Christian Horner on the Saturday afternoon mention in an interview that the entire team is behind Checo. Now they have mentioned that before for Daniel Ricciardo in the past, and obviously that didn't happen. But I do think that it makes sense for Red Bull to just let Checo's contract run through till the very end and then make a decision for that Red Bull senior seat. In terms of Nick DeVries, I think he's gone. I don't think you're going to see Nick DeVries next year. You might see Liam Lawson come into that seat. You might even see Daniel Ricciardo come back into that seat. But I don't think that anyone should be betting on Nick DeVries to be in the 2024 lineup. Thank you so much, Swish, for giving us your answer. I think most of us agree with you on this. Now let's move on to something that was super sad, something that happened over this weekend in Spa. We lost another awesome driver, Delano Hoff, in the regional European Championships. There's been a lot of talks, first of all, rest in peace, and all our condolences goes Mm -hmm. out to the family and families and friends and everyone that was involved uh, in his life. But there's been a lot of talk with drivers saying Spa needs to change or whether the FIA should not allow that race to happen in that condition Mm. where it was heavy rain, no visibility. Where is this consistency? Do we need to change that circuit just on the track itself? Or does the FIA need to set up better standards that we would be able to get in F1 but don't happen in those regional championships? What do you think, Mikey? Um, I think just it's it's a tough one around the weather because um, I know even one of the current drivers, Max, came out and said if you look at the similar conditions, they didn't do it. They they red flagged in mm. F one, but they didn't in this. Exactly. Um, the problem as well is in that particular corner, there's been a lot of accidents there, yeah. um, and the problem is you're probably flat out in seventh or eighth gear, foot to the floor. When you come over that crest, you're blind as you're coming up that hill. Anything can have happened before you, and you are completely oblivious to it. So, I genuinely, it's a tough one. Um, I'm not too sure, like, regardless of the weather element, like, how would you stop a situation like that? Like, you can only signal a yellow flag or whatever in a split second, but all it takes is a split second. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's tough. I genuinely don't know what to do, what they would do in that situation. Um, I know there's a lot of. Um, that's a big high hill, you could essentially just dig out half the track and have a lower gradual inclination. Um, again, that would take a lot of time, so it depends on where the, the vote is. But yeah, yeah. it yeah. was very, very tough to see. Definitely. Seven? Yeah, I mean, uh, I have no right answer either, but it was just a very sad incident. You don't, it's, this is a sport and obviously it has its risks, but mm. you don't ever want to see death. Um, so I think in condition, like just simple terms in heavy rain conditions where other uh races are being canceled or in similar conditions would they if they were be canceled it should be the same yeah, across I, I think safety regulation should not change or safety standards should not change do, based on the tier of the sport or the tier of the mm. the, uh, the, uh, the series so if f1's not doing it f4 f3 f2 no like just should be red flag trickle down yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and outside of that, I think, yeah, that's that's kind of my only opinion, yeah. really. No, I, I agree with you both. Um, yeah, let's move on to another topic. Silverstone is coming up in a what five six days. Yeah. 
do we anticipate Mercedes getting their first win? Austin Martin coming back to be better. What what are we thinking here, Fevin? <laughs> I'm last last week. I made this bold statement, Charles Leclerc. Mm. Hey, and you <laughs> we need got another him. one. We okay. got him on the podium. This time it will be Hamilton. P two. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought you we were going for the that's win. That's a I was safe like, yeah. bet. That's it's a safe, safe bet. bet. Yeah, yeah. Take. Yeah. I know. Uh, no, because, I mean, I don't think, uh, Max, I don't I don't think any upgrades that they bring will actually, unless there's like a failure in Max DNFs or there's a mistake that is so critical. Um, yeah, I think. Even with a failure, Max will still push that car he, over He'll the figure line. out somehow. Yeah, he'll yeah, figure yeah. out somehow. So that's where we are at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey? Um... Yeah, I think Mercedes will be on the podium. I'd love to see the battle between Russell and Lewis. Mm. Like, I'd like to see that battle yeah. on track where no team steps in and just let them at it. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think Russell's a great talent. Yeah. But also, if, if Lewis is confident in the car and he his confidence is everything for him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, hopefully, there'll be a good fight between Austin Martin, Ferrari, Mercedes. I do think uh, Max will take it. Uh, be interesting to see how Perez would perform because, like, he goes from having no confidence to so. having a great race, <laughs> and then if he does that again in Silverstone, like, he's just getting more. He's drawn so much attention to himself yeah. Yeah. when he really just needs to be clocking in, clocking exactly. out. No, I agree, and I think Ferrari did bring in a few minor upgrades that is helping them, and I think mm. they have found a solution. But at the same time, it can be said with cooler temperatures, they perform really well, which is why we saw the pace in the last two races, even with high deg they were still able to perform. Silverstone is also potentially going to be another cold race or it's going to be mm. a cooler track. So Ferrari should have that pace again. Uh, it's going to be a good battle. I think Lewis, and I want to see Russell, who's been ghost for the last few races. I said that He's to had, you yeah, when you were watching yeah. it. I was like, where is he? Where has he been? Like, no one's talking about him. Yeah. He's just coasting. And yeah. I, actually, to the point where I was looking, I'm like, where is he? Yeah. Did he DNF? And then I was like, oh, no, he's like seventh or yeah. eighth. I don't remember what it was. It, but yeah. it was this weekend to track because in Canada, yeah. he was doing well, but he yeah. crashed. Yeah. So that's why that's he's also been, it's why he's been yeah. off our radar. Yeah. So you can guarantee he wants to come back and perform as well. Make some noise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely want to see some. High impact race, oh, yeah. more overtakes last year. Yes. Was iconic. Yeah. Charles, Checo, and Lewis. Oh, yeah. One of the but best I, highlights. I still watch these reels yeah. every time on, on social media. I rewatched that video. I've saved it. It's my favorite. Nice. Like actual race yeah. moment. Drivers, but, please. Yeah. Just make that happen again. <laughs> but to comment on what you said earlier about science talking yeah. to his engineer, science was critical in that movement last year because they wanted yes. him to slow down yep. or to let Charles pass. And he was like, stop reinventing. Yep. Let me, I want to win this race. Yep. So like, I love that about Charles. Like he will only listen to so much to his engineer. He's his own mind. He'll do his own thing. On yeah, the, on you the mean Carlos. Yes, yeah, yeah, so Charles. Charles. My bad, my bad. Charles is complete the opposite. opposite side Charles is a, yes, okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the support you guys have given us. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and do all the above. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.